Welcome to episode 26 of the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers. If you're a volunteer who works with teenagers, this podcast is for you. You are in the right place, and we are so glad that you're listening. Hey, my name is Chris Trent, and I work with the Next Gen Ministry for the George Baptist Mission Board. I've worked with teenagers for a little over 30 years now, and I love pointing them to Jesus. And I'm blessed each week uh, that we get to do this to have my awesome co-host, Jennifer Fletcher. Jennifer, what's up? How long have we what's been hanging that? out now together as far as ministry? I was, I'm trying to think. It's been I was 10 just years? thinking that. Yeah, like 10 years, maybe something like that. Yeah, it's been like we're, yeah, this has been, this has been a while. Yeah, so I'm glad you're joining us. How's it going? Good How's time. life? Life's good. I am, um, I'm still pregnant, hanging in there. So that's great. Maybe by the time you listen to this podcast, baby will be here. Yeah, that's, that's a possibility. Yeah, but I would hope. Yeah, <laughs> Coming up. Ready, I bet. I'll bet you Yeah. Ready. But awesome. yeah, we're, and we've got Todd Jones with us today. Todd, you're up in Duluth with First Baptist Duluth, right? How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm feeling like Tim Kilgore today. My internet is a little shady, so. Uh, yeah, shout out. Storms this, coming shout through. Out to Hurricanes. Tim Kilgore. Duluth's having a Waycross-like problem. Yes, we are. With internet. Yes, we are. Oh, so, Duluth is sad. Sad little yeah, Duluth. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. We're, we're going to survive Duluth. here, man. Well, um, hey, friends, before we jump into today's episode, uh, please be sure to take and subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast platform you use. If you need help with that, ask a teenager. And uh, we would love if you could leave a review. Uh, it really does help us out. It gets the word out, spreads the word, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, that would be super helpful. Uh, like Jeff said, we've got Todd with us. Todd, I'm just curious, man, you want to go ahead and uh, lay it out here for us? What are we talking about today? And let's just jump into this. Yeah, today we're talking about my youth pastor is young, inexperienced, and new. How can I help? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm trying to think of how many youth pastors are actually going to be brave enough to send this to their youth volunteers to listen to. I think we so, laugh because we've all been we all young and experienced. And we're not help. now. We're not young anymore, but we were at one time. Young, yeah. at, young at heart. Young at, young at heart, young at heart. Yeah. Listen, this topic, you know, this is when I came up with the, you know, full disclosure here. And the thinking here behind this is just, um, you know, as I've, as I've been, uh, blessed to get to do what I've been doing the last couple of years, uh, you know, get to travel Georgia and work with youth pastors and churches all over Georgia. Uh, you know, we're painting, I'm painting with a broad stroke here. We know that there are veteran youth pastors out there. We know that there are guys and girls that do longevity in this thing and volunteer and do this thing. And, you know, bivocational and do this thing. But what we do know also is that a lot of churches, you know, uh, they tend to be a little bit on the smaller side. You know, they have a smaller youth group, uh, relatively speaking, again, painting with a broad stroke here. Nothing wrong with that, just to be clear. Uh, but a lot of times um, they will hire young youth pastors over and over again. A lot of times this is like maybe even, uh, you know, this person's first full time ministry gig. And so in, in when we think about that, and I think a lot of us may find ourselves in that situation listening, our thought was, hey, how could we be an encouragement to them? Uh, because, man, they're young, they're inexperienced, they're brand new. How can we help them? Because most people listening, again, you probably have a great heart and you probably would love to be an encouragement to your to your youth pastor. Yeah, and we want them to, you know be in student ministry and a youth pastor for a long time. And so we don't yeah, want to totally. scare them off. We want to help them out. And we like the idea of being at your church for a really long time. Yeah. The great thing about hiring somebody young is that they have the potential to stay there for a long time yeah, and to really yeah. develop your student ministry. So Todd, do you remember what it was like when you were first starting out your first gig? What was that like? Uh, I was in college and um, was way in over my head, but a church took a chance on me. 
and I'm so thankful they did. And so it's uh, it's amazing to to think back on that that they actually took a chance on me, um, you know. And so it's it's one of those things where where I'm so grateful to the pastor, um, the um, the the chairman of the youth search committee. Uh, his name was Jimmy Carter, so I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> is, is it Jenny? Is it Jenny Carter's husband? Our, no, our children's ministry? No, wasn't wasn't her husband. That's down, so wild. Down in McDonough, Georgia. McDonough. Nice. All right. Nice. All right. Well, cool. Well, hey, man, I think we just ought to jump into this thing, and uh, I, I think it's a great topic, and hopefully, we'll be an encouragement to some of y'all, and maybe this can be some be an opportunity uh, for you. So, uh, Todd, why don't you hit that first one? Yeah. Um, so, as a leader. You know, one of the things that you need to remember is to manage your expectations. After all, this this person's new. Uh, some of them are brand new, just like I was. Um, there will be mistakes, guaranteed. Will be mistakes, and there will be moments of immaturity. And I'm 47, and my youth leaders will still say there's moments of immaturity. So, um, <laughs> totally, you know, but, in it for the long haul. That's right. <laughs> There's nobody. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a great great one because I, I think sometimes we have maybe thoughts of a youth pastor or a youth leader, youth director, whatever you happen to call yours, that existed before this new person, and we have memories of that, and we want the new person to be that. And we, I think we need to manage our expectations. We have to make sure we're careful to recognize that, especially if this is really is their first full-time gig, there are going to be things that they don't know how to do. Um, we, we, Todd, I'm trying to think where we were. Um, uh, we were talking in a youth minister circle somewhere, and I'm not sure if you were in it or not, but we were talking about how a youth pastor, the expectations when it comes to leading a youth ministry, you know, you have to be great at finance. You have to be a great travel agent. You have to be a great Bible teacher. You have to be great with working with parents. You have to be great with, you know, with understanding nowadays uh, issues related to adolescence, you know, when it comes to kids that are struggling. It's all of these areas that we're supposed to know about, but yet maybe we're 26 years old and it's our first gig. Like that's a lot. That's a lot of expectation. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. A lot of pressure on on one person. And so, yeah, so just please, please, please make sure that you realize there are going to be mistakes uh, because of all those things, uh, those things pile up on one another. And so, um, you know, I'd never rented a car in my life in my first, first student ministry. And then you're asking me to call a rental place and rent a 15 passenger bus and hope that they have it there and all that. So, so and then they realize old they enough re- to drive it, you know, cause there's <laughs> limits on those commercial vehicles. <laughs> I was to take another youth volunteer to go, go get the yeah. actual van. Would you like to come on my trip? Also, are you over 25 and exactly. can you drive yeah. this vehicle? <laughs> yeah. So, so there I'm not. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's real life right there. Awesome. How about number two there, Jennifer? Yeah. I mean, kind of like we're joking. These, you know, your youth pastor needs you, whether they're inexperienced or not. They they need you as a volunteer. You're volunteering, listening to this. You are a crucial role. And with that, um, give give some time just to build up some trust and some rapport with this youth pastor that's coming in. Uh, you might know this culture and the students at your church better than they do, and they need that advice from you, but they also don't need to feel like they're constantly being told that they're wrong. And so encouraging them, building up that trust with them, and then being able to share wisdom. I think we were talking earlier. I think a lot of times, you know, young and experienced youth pastor comes in 
they can come up with uh, the topic to teach on Sunday. They can come up with some engaging activities for your youth group. Where maybe they're struggling is with understanding some more of those how to be pastoral and how to care for your community and whether you... You know, you have lived longer than they have probably, and you have understood how families and dynamics and mental health and all the different crises and things that our students can deal with. And so once they trust you to be able to share some of that wisdom and be a sounding board for them. I mean, I remember my first my first job, the first time a student confided something in me that needed more wisdom than I had, it just terrified me. I just needed an encourager, to, a volunteer to sit with me and say, it's going to be okay. Here's how we're going to handle this. Yeah. 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 And I think that building trust is also important because there may, there may be a situation, by the way, just to be, you know, totally upfront as we're talking about this, you may in fact have a youth pastor that's not doing a great job, or maybe they're a little lazy or maybe they're whatever, you know, yeah. um, and maybe there needs to be some corrective action taken there. But again, you're going to need to build up trust in order to earn the right to speak into that, you know, for sure. And uh, hopefully they will respond. That's if, they, if they don't, that's a different problem for another podcast, right? Right. Um, how to get your youth pastor fired. That would be an interesting. No, we're not going to do that. I'm just kidding. Um, man, the and, most views we've ever had. Yeah, what happened right here? <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, that building trust is just crucial because we all we all need that wisdom. You know, we need that, and um, and 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 so to be that person. But again, you have to build that trust and and uh, take the time. Yeah. So uh, manage your expectation. Number one, build trust. Number two, uh, number three. I would just say uh, never ask loaded questions or correct that person that's leading publicly. Um, in other words, man, if you've, if you've got, if you're trying to get to something and, and get something the way you think it should be, never, never ask that question or call that, that leader out publicly. Or if you're trying, you know, that person makes a mistake uh, that you, uh, you know, you correct them in front of the entire group, but rather do those kind of things probably, you know, honestly, this comes out of a, you know, this one right here comes out of an experience I had in my first gig during the interview. Like actually during the interview process, uh, one of the youth leaders, uh, youth volunteers was in the interview process uh, and it was right up to the last minute. It was the one like kind of in front of everybody, like anybody that wanted to come was invited and they were asking me questions. And this volunteer in the setting where it was everybody, every parent, anybody that wanted to come, teenagers and everything said, we really said we really love having our youth teacher meetings every week. Will you also be willing to do them every week. Now I had no context. I hadn't, didn't know how to answer that. I didn't know yeah. whether or not everybody else even wanted to have them every week or whether I was, but it was clearly an agenda driven type of question, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and truthfully, uh, that person went on to have lots of moments with the, uh, with me, uh, like that, where, um, where this person would ask oh, those challenging. Yeah, just always, you know, and so, so just be mindful of that. Um, nothing wrong with wanting to move in a certain direction or maybe to encourage, you know, um, you know, a ministry leader in a certain direction, but do that, do that privately, you know, and, um, and again, you got to build the trust to get to where you can even do that. But boy, if you question them in front of everybody, that's going to cause major issues, right, Todd? Absolutely. And I, I was just in here thinking at, at our age, uh, we've developed thick skin, sure. but at a young age, if, if you're coming in that, that yeah. could be devastating to, to a, a new person and, um, you know, female or male, it just, you know, you feel like you're trying, you know, being a brand new director, minister, leader, whatever you want to call it, they're coming in there because they, they want to 
to change this generation. They are so optimistic and they, they see so much potential and they have so much desire to do this well. And then something like that occurs where they're corrected in front of everybody or humiliated by something. They somebody says something to them, man, that's just crushing and, and, and just leaves a blow to the gut. So, so this is so important um, in, in the process of encouraging those young, young leaders. Yeah. 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 So Jennifer, speaking of that, let's talk about this next one here. And we've kind of already touched on a little bit. Yeah. I mean, kind of just going off of what you're saying, Todd, like we want to encourage them and, and not to over-spiritualize it, but also remember that, you know, God's called this youth pastor to your church. Hopefully your church has been prayerful and, and sought scripture and wisdom and the Lord's will for who this next youth pastor is going to be. And so... We want to be supportive of that and understand that, yeah, like Chris was saying earlier, managing our expectations, maybe they're different than what you thought was going to be the right person for the role. But this is who God's intended to speak to this class of students right now. And so how can we be supportive of that and uplifting of it? Um, I think also, I mean, we know this with ourselves, if somebody is encouraging and that motivates me to want to change or to be better or to work harder. And so in the same way, instead of always dogging them for what they don't know, encourage them, hey, I see you doing great at this. We're so thankful to have you here. It just goes so such a long way in keeping their energy up, um, which I think is awesome. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Awesome. Uh, let's see, Todd, I, this was actually the next one here is one that you, you brought to the table. I like this one. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking about some, some different situations, you know, early youth ministry and just making some dumb choices, but I had some, some adult leaders who ran interference for me. Um, they, they stepped in for me when, when it came to a parent, I wasn't a parent. I didn't understand what, you know, sure. you know, some of the, the consequences or the, the actions. So, so they came in and stopped that. Uh, I had a, had a leader run interference with a deacon one time. And so, you know, I was very thankful for those moments. Um, but, yeah, but it's, it's, it's standing in the gap for them. Um, you know, standing in the gap for that, that leader, that person that that's, that's again, has all these, these high hopes of everything. And, um, and you, uh, you know, we all have those, those helicopter parents that are part of our ministries. And again, they, they want the best for their kids. They always have things that the question after question after question, but some of them are loaded questions like we just talked about. And that's where one of those, as a leader, you can step in and, and make a difference in running interference for them. Man, I've yeah. had I've had those folks in both both of my gigs, and um, I've been blessed to have longevity in both my full time ministry opportunities. And um, and I'm thinking about the first one, man. I had I had a guy, man. He was just he was my guy. Uh, he was the guy that uh, you know uh, uh, would would run that inference and you know uh, and help remind people, hey, listen, he's still young. He's trying to figure this out. Let's give him a little break, you know. Like, um, and man, it was. And I knew I could depend on that person. You know, I knew he'd bleed for me, man. And so he's probably someone that you also then, when you needed wisdom and advice and help, felt like you could trust and go to. You know, oh, full 100%. circle there. Comes back. And, he could be the one to help you. That literally, when I go to Texas next month to, to speak at a youth ministry thing, while we're there, I'm going to go see him because we're still friends. Yeah. You know, like, and this yeah. has been 20 years ago. 
you know, so, um, so yeah, that's really good. Well, Hey, uh, as we're at, so some, we're going to, we got one more here, but as we wrap this thing up, look, manage your expectations, build trust, never ask loaded questions, correct publicly, encourage, 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 run interference when you can. And then I would just say this, uh, just to wrap this thing up. Uh, we just, as we were talking, uh, prepping for the show, we just said, you know what? Sometimes that youth pastor is just going to need a friend. That youth director is going to need a friend. They're going to need somebody that will be, uh, yes, an encourager, but also just be a friend. You know, uh, it was interesting. One of the things I've learned uh, as I've traveled, uh, Georgia and Todd, you know this as well, doing what the two of us do. Um, there, there are a lot of churches, you know, that are in like these rural communities or maybe they're smaller churches and they hire a full-time, you know, 25, 26, 27 year old youth pastor. Maybe this person's married, uh, maybe not. Uh, but whatever the case, sometimes there, uh, there are not a lot of their generation in the church, uh, Mm -hmm. to be friends with, you know, um, uh, I've known a lot of married couples that are in that situation. They've got no other 25, 26, 27 year old, you know, couples in their church to be friends with, uh, just to have, you know, barbecue on labor day with or whatever you know and so so we were just uh as we were talking about this thing and prepping for this you know we were like sometimes they're just going to need a friend you know and maybe they have their first kid even you know like uh and they don't have family nearby to have somebody and let me give you a little pro tip here this is when you walk up and you say hey we'll we'll watch your kid if you ever want us to just let us know uh but you push it a little bit this is the pro tip say hey listen and that's a real offer. We really will watch your kid for free because we love you. And we know you don't have family around. You don't have to pay a babysitter. We'll do that for you. And we don't want you to ever hesitate to ask, right? Um, because sometimes you're like, hey, let me know if I can do anything. That's kind of like an empty sort of, you know, offer there. But uh, just, you know, all of those type of things would just be huge. Other thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that goes a long way. And just remembering too, like whether they're whether they're married or single, like you're saying, Chris, yeah. they're there to do student ministry. And the only people they know at your church are students and parents of students. And and they're just they're needing some adult conversation sometimes. I remember first I I started in youth ministry single right out of college. And I filled up my social needs pretty quickly. I went to a lot of high school football games and got coffee with a lot of girls, and all of a sudden you know, two months in, I thought, I need adults to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah, busy. Real. My schedule's yeah. been busy, but like, so I cool. need to hang out with somebody that's not 14. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. That's yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. But that's a real, real statement. Yeah. And I, I was the same way. I was driving uh, 50 minutes to, to the church that I was serving in, 50 minutes there, 50 minutes back. Uh, one of our, our leaders there said, Hey, uh, my wife and I bought a house, or my, sorry, fiance and I bought a house. I'm living in the house. She's still living with her parents. How about you living with me for the summer? And so I was oh, able. Yes. So I was able. Yeah, yeah. So I was able to live, and you know, and we had a great time together, and still one of my one of my great friends. And so, you know, just being a friend, offering that opportunity, you know, whatever it may be. There's so many other opportunities out there to 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 just. Yeah, and, and pro tip with that also, by the way, like a you know, kind of next level tip on this thing also would be when you have those moments. Let's say you do take that person to lunch, or you do bring them over for the weekend for a dinner or whatever. That you do your very best not to talk shop. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, just try not to talk shop. Try not to talk ministry. Don't do because, you you know, because there's an agenda involved, but rather just, hey, look, we're just, we like you. We're trying to be a friend to you, you know? Well, even you just said lunch. I remember starting out and being like, I didn't know anybody in the city I was working yeah. in and church ended and I, I just went and made a peanut butter sandwich at home every afternoon. Totally. And even totally. a family being like, hey, we all go to lunch together. Do you want to come with us? I was like, oh, sure. Thank you. Yeah, Sounds awesome. great. 
Well, yeah, that about does it. That's good. Good stuff here. Hopefully, if you're listening, hopefully, if you've got a younger youth pastor, this will be uh, some tips on how you can be an encouragement to them. And um, and and hopefully this helps. Again, we really do appreciate you folks uh, that listen week in, week out. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope that it's a help to you. Uh, we hope that uh, that this really is something that that helps you just think through how to be really good at reaching teenagers for Jesus. And that's ultimately what this is all about for us. Uh, the three of us and the other folks that are on this podcast on a regular basis, that's what, that's what drives us. We're, we, we love telling teenagers about Jesus and hopefully you do as well. And, um, if you don't, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast of all things. It'll be kind of wonky, but, uh, yeah, but thanks for listening. And, uh, that does it for today's episode. Of course, thank you for joining us. And man, if you have any ideas, we really would love to hear from you. Uh, I've actually gotten a couple, I've only got a couple emails, full disclosure. Here we are in episode 26 and I've only got a couple emails at this point, but the, the, the couple that I've had, I've implemented them and we've used them, but uh, youth ministry podcast at gabaptist.org. That link is in the show notes page, uh, the description on your podcast reader there. We really would love to hear from you and hit that subscribe button and uh, leave a review. That's always super, super helpful. Yeah. Speaking of helpful too, our next episode, episode 27 is going to be very practical. We're going to give you some resources that can help you as a volunteer. We know, I know as a volunteer currently trying to stay ahead with teenagers and resources of when they ask me for resources, I want to provide something for them sometimes and you need help sometimes. So get real practical. Bible study. We're talking uh, game. We're talking culture stuff and we're going to provide a link for you as well. That'll have all those listed out because it's kind of interesting to do that uh, via audio, uh, you know, uh, but we're, we're going to, yeah, if you're driving, don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll give you a link and uh, that'll be super awesome. Hey, special thanks to the Georgia Baptist mission board for allowing us to provide this as a free resource. We're especially thankful for the churches that continue to give to the cooperative program. Thank you all for that. And uh, hey, if you need anything, you can find us at gabaptist.org slash next gen. And we will see you next time on the Youth Ministry Podcast for volunteers. Mm-hmm.